Hello and welcome to Sport in 10 with Paul. This is our seventh podcast of the series called Sport in 10, which is my passion project where we talk everything and anything in the world of sport. If you want to comment and give feedback, our Twitter handle is at Sport in 10 SA and the hashtag is hashtag Sport in 10. Um, my Twitter handle is at Mpomoreki. Um, on today's show, I will be talking about the US Open Finals weekend and all the action that happened there. I will also be talking CSA's T20 Global Tournament, as well as news from around the world, including the Springboks and the meltdown they had in Brisbane on Saturday. That's a meltdown. What happened in the US Open this arena was not a meltdown. <laughs> so now let's get into things. Uh, starting with the US Open. Um, this weekend, we saw Novak Djokovic win his 14th slam and his third US Open title that ties him with Pete Sampras on, on 14 slams and he's the third um, highest slam win in the men's game. We also saw in the women's game, Naomi Osaka, the next-gen player that I was talking about last week, live out a dream of playing her hero Serena and winning her first title. She was incredible, on point from the word go against Serena, who couldn't buy a first serve in the first set. She saved, um, Naomi saved more than six break points against Serena. It was like watching a younger version of Serena play her, play Serena, an older version of Serena. And Naomi had power, pace, and always making her opponent play another shot, just like a, the Serena would do, um, which ultimately got Naomi the win. She is a superstar in the making and will continue to win more Grand Slams that I am sure of. The match was overshadowed by an altercation between Serena and the umpire Carlos Ramos. Serena received three code violations in the second set, which effectively ended the match as it gave the third code violation as a game penalty and effectively and gave Naomi a double break in the second set. Nothing to take away from Naomi's victory, but people think the umpire was a fair on Serena as she tried to argue case with the umpire and people are calling sexism and racism. The first thing I'd like to say is I think Carlos Ramos is a very hard umpire and the sexism claim that Serena was putting on the court was unfair on Carlos Ramos because he has been consistent. He's called Nadal for a time violation and coaching violations and when Nadal fought, he gave him a point penalty. He called Djokovic and Wimbledon this year on a time violation and also a code violation in the, in the French Open last year. He's also called Andy Murray on a code violation in the Olympic Games. The question we're asking is, could he have been lenient on Serena? Yes, obviously, we'd wanted him to, to have a lot more deference to her. However, he has been hard, known as a hard umpire, and, he's th- and so he's been consistent, right, across all genders. He even gave Venus a coaching violation in 2006 as well. So Carlos Ramos here was fine, and I'm happy with the way he called the game. He could have been more lenient, yes, but he made it right and he's not sexist. What this argument brings is a general question of other umpires who aren't as consistent as Ramos, who give leniency to their players, and we have seen that. And I hope the ITF takes that into account. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad Serena brought it up. Yes, she lost the, the battle, the match, the final, but she won the war, as I think more women will be allowed um, the same amount of leeway as men are allowed in tents. Now moving on to football, into to cricket. Let me know what you think about the Serena thing and the US Open drama. We'll discuss it and let's have it on hashtag sports in 10. Now on to cricket. This weekend, Cricket South Africa unanimously decided that the Global T20 will go ahead. This event will go ahead as a six-team tournament instead of a previous eight-team tournament, which was the failed tournament last year. This is, the tournament didn't, didn't start. It was failed in the boardroom. This is an interesting decision because I feel it's a bold decision to go ahead when they are behind in the process that they stopped last year. Um, the tournament hasn't decided where the, who the six teams are and where they'll play. 
um, where there are no players yet um, or an auction date set for the players. There isn't a title sponsor, which is a big revenue generator. Supersport has withdrawn as an equity partner, so they need to look for a 49% equity partner too, which takes more longer than two months, which they have because this tournament is supposed to start on the 9th of November. Um, all these challenges are around. And with two months to go to the start of the tournament, it looks hard for CSA. But I hope that they'll make it and we see cricket being played because it's a great initiative and I think it will benefit South African cricket going forward. Question for me is, couldn't they, what happened to the equity partner last year, so couldn't they get him back on, them or whoever they are back on? Also, why not use the current franchises to build a T20 tournament around and then use current teams and just have an international player auction which would work? And then also then next year when you increase the franchises to eight, um, from six to eight, expanded, you'll have a fuller auction with South African and international players, and then you can then spread them around the country. Let me know what you think of this CSA decision um, and other things on hashtag Sporting10 or at Sporting10SA on Twitter or on, on my Facebook account. In football, Bafana struggled to beat Libya in their second AFCON qualifier in Irene Durban on Saturday. It wasn't a good display uh, for the boys who looked second best for a large prison match. It was very frustrating and let's hope that they can win the next two matches against the Seychelles because now this qualifier because of this draw is an effective three-way knockout between us, Libya and Nigeria. Um, Nigeria beat the Seychelles 3-0 away on Saturday. In other footballing news, um, in uh, UEFA Nations League started this weekend. Germany, we saw Germany play France in a no-all draw. France beat the Netherlands 2-1 on their homecoming. Um, England lost to Spain 2-1 and Spain beat Croatia 6-0. Um, yes, Portugal also won this weekend against Turkey 1-0. In the rugby championship, the Springboks were very poor this weekend, to say the least. They had a mere of a second half and they couldn't even score a point in the second half. They, this has set the dogs loose on Rassi after the gamble he took by benching um, some key players. Now, the talking point on Saturday was the benching of Bongi Banambi after 35 minutes. I think it was a panic decision and this gave, um, Rassi gave us an excuse that Bongi was tired, which I don't believe because you can't pick a player who can't last more than a half. It makes no sense. Why did you pick him if, he was gonna, if you knew? Because you knew. Medical science is growing so quickly that you would know. Um, this situation tells me that he doesn't have a plan and he doesn't know and Bongi also scored a try so I, I don't get that so I think he's just it's panic stations right now at Springboks Argentina gave a very passionate performance against New Zealand and they left everything on the field and I hope the Springboks can do the same because we're going to lose it's just show passion show effort and we'll be better I think and try to look at other ways of breaking the All Blacks defense rather than just one dimensional forward player um, there are three changes into this weekend's team. Lucanio Am comes in at centre, Andre Pollard comes in at flower, and Marco Marks at hooker, with Jesse Creel going to the wing. This is very upsetting for me because he, Rassi said him and his flowers had a plan for the way they were going to play in this rugby championship and I think this plan is unfair on Elton if he's going to play one of the four starting matches of this tournament. Um, I think Elton should have been used a lot earlier against Argentina and I think we'd be in a better position to contest for the rugby championship had he started the games against Argentina uh, because Pollard is woefully off form and we, should have, we saw that in Super Rugby. I don't know why he was picked to start um, in, in these rugby championships. Um, yeah, this is very bad for Springboks. Now moving on to cricket, England beat India in the final test at the over by 118 runs. Um, Alistair Cook's last test and he scored 71 in the first innings and 147 in the second. And James Anderson took 
his 564th test wicket to become the most successful fast bowling test history. India could have had the series, but they really, really did let it through their hands. And I, th- I hope in Australia they'll give a better run for the money and win a couple more tests there. Um, throwing forward to this weekend's action, we've got rugby championship this weekend with New Zealand on the box and Australia and Argentina. Um, we also have um, Pro 14. The Cheetahs are at home against Glasgow. The Kings are at home in PE against Ulster. Curry Cup, we've got Curry Cup action as well with the Lions playing Western Province. We've got F1 this weekend. Can Lewis Hamilton hold on, open up the gap, or, or can Sebastian Vettel close the gap in the Singapore Grand Prix? But Lewis has always been good at Singapore. Um, we've English Premier League, we've got Spurs playing Liverpool. Um, we've got Battle of the High Flyers Watford against Manchester United at home um, in, at the Hawthorns. Um, Everton's playing West Ham in the Battle of the Spenders. Um, in PSL action, we've got Cape Town City versus Chiefs. Orlando Pirates playing Super Sport United this weekend. Vitz will travel to Mansburg as well. In midweek, we've got Orlando Pirates in Cape Town City with Freestyle Stars playing Chiefs. You have BNL action this weekend. You've got boxing with Gennady Triple G Golovkin and Canelo Alvarez in Las Vegas on Sunday. That'll be at about 5 a.m. South African time. We've also got Kasafa Women's Championship Soccer, start, which started yesterday in PE. Banyana Banyana beat Madagascar 2-1. The winner of this championship goes to the African Championship, so it's very important. Um, if you're in PE, get out there and support the ladies. They play Botswana tomorrow, and they play Mal- on Friday, and Malawi on Monday. And the semifinals will be on Thursday, and the finals will be on Saturday. So let's go out and support the ladies. They really need our support. They're probably the only sports team in South Africa, South Africa sports team that's winning. So we need to go support them. Um, yeah, and that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to Sports in 10 with Paul. Your feedback is highly appreciated, and you can do so in the comment section on Twitter and on Facebook below the post. Um, and you can, or you can just put it hashtag Sport in 10, and we'll, we'll catch it through uh, Twitter and Facebook. Have an amazing sporting weekend ahead. For me, your host, Mpomo Dali, Lesale Kakahisa.